I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah. I'm a creative, so let me create... What's up, family? This is episode 14, the Nikita Monroe Thomas Bloomfield Days edition. Whoa! (laughs) Episode 14, welcome to the Playmaker Podcast. I'm Reggie Cole. I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas. And guys, before we get started, it's Nikita's birthday. I ain't gonna say her age, 21, I think. But um, (laughs) it's her birthday, so I just want y'all to show her some love on her social media when you get a chance. But Kita, what you got to say? Um, <laughs> how you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. I am uh today. I turned 29. Okay. I know. I know, I know okay. when y'all look, it's hard to believe. Yes, I'm 29 years old today. Um, I feel awesome. I feel great. I feel that 28 uh was a good year, but 29 is gonna be a lot better. I have a lot of things planned for myself. I have a lot of goals I want to reach. So I feel like I'm really focused and determined, and I feel like 29 is going to be spectacular. Okay. So what you got? Uh, plan tonight. I'm hanging out with some friends tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be responsible with my money, but I do want to treat myself. So we will see. But I will hang out with some friends tonight. You know, I just love to be around family, friends, laughing and joking. Just blessed, very blessed to see 29. Um, and just thankful. So yeah, just hang out with some friends, relax, chill, eat some good food. Your girl be eating clean on this like healthy eating lifestyle. You know, not a diet, a lifestyle. Okay. So today I'm going to cheat and I'm going to feel happy about it. Okay, so guys, once again, show Kita some love on all her social media yes. accounts. You have already, but spam her account again. Keep Just show her love, because we all need love sometimes. Yes, um, again, happy birthday, Kita. I appreciate so let's, it, bro. Let's Thank get this thing started. We're going to talk about a little free agency real quick. Yeah, you know, because We can't it. go a week without talking about basketball somehow, some way. Somehow, some way. Um, I have a question to start it off. Oh, go ahead. I'm just switching it up. Go ahead, go ahead. So, I have, uh, what do you think would be the weakest move? They're saying that Kawhi may go to the Lakers. I don't think it's going to happen. But if Kawhi did go to the Lakers, would you think that was weaker than Kevin Durant going to the Warriors? The move KD made was the weakest I've ever seen. I, 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 I can't get it. I don't know. I don't get what people don't, like, get. I don't get it. Like, KD went from OKC. Mm-hmm. It was up 3-1. Up 3-1. <laughs> we... I don't like to keep replaying this story, <laughs> but we have to. Up 3-1. Mm-hmm. They lose the series 4-3. Yep. He goes to the team. That beat him. That beat him. Mm-hmm. 173 games. Probably. 173 games. Yep. Draymond went in the parking lot, called him. <laughs> Bro. And then you, people, 
just to go back, people tried to compare that to LeBron's move. And can't I, compare it. Can't compare it because LeBron, yeah, they all teamed up, Bosch and Wade as well. But that wasn't an established team. Like you bring yeah, a I whole new. I think they missed the playoffs the year before. Yeah. yeah. They won like 40 games. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. So that's not comparable. <laughs> now you say Kawhi, Net, which is the weaker move. It's kind of the same thing. Kawhi, mm. Kawhi, if he goes to the Lakers, it's a, weak it's a whole new team. Like, it's you, not like. Do you think it's a weak move, though? If Kawhi went to the Lakers? Me personally, I don't think it's a weak move. Mm. Because, like, Kawhi already can show he can win by himself. Yes, he did. He also showed he can win with other star players and Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili. Correct. So he he did both. Yes. Now it's about what he wanted to do. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Kevin Durant hasn't shown he can lead a team to get to the finals, so it's really different. I don't think as I as the years went by. Now it's been with three years. Can't even with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Has my stance changed? No, I still think it was a weak move because of the competitor in me. I think that I'm going to go back with. I'm gonna try to beat the team that beat me, especially when you I was up. Yeah, at least try. You know, but as the years went by, he won a couple of final MVPs. You see how dominant he is. You see how good, amazing of a player he is. On a Richter scale of week at that time, I said 100. percent Now that I had some time to think about it, and it's been some years later, it's just at 80. It went 80. It only it only got productive 20, but I don't think it's a weak move. Um, it just it's just the game the NBA game is different now. I really wish it was more competitive, but I feel like uh, analysts and stuff like that and media people it's our fault. We did this. We put it so much on. Oh, you have to win rings to be this. Now you can't get mad that these players are going to places to put them in a position to win the rings that we were so coveted on them having to make them great players. The best players that we think about, the players you think about that have the most rings. They're some of them not arguably in the top fifty, top sixty. Right? The Robert Ory is not saying Robert Ory wasn't a great player, but he has what five? You know what I'm saying? Like he got a bunch of them. Yeah, so you're making it so much on rings. Now that these players are going to chase rings, oh, all the NBA league and da 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 da. It's just, it's just too much. At some point, you just gotta let these players do what they do. You do best best for your family. I do wish it was just a little more competitive. Like it's just becoming like too much at this point. Oversaturated with just like super teams and all the star players want to play with each other. Like at some point it's going to look like the Harlem Globetrotters out there. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Um, I just, with this Kawhi situation, which I don't know if, I don't, I really don't think he's going to go to the Lakers. I don't think so either. If he does, like I said, he, he he's done both. Did, he's done both by himself, yeah. not by himself, but, as the star player Correct. and also as a like a role player. Correct. So now he can do what he wants because he's got two championships. Yep. Um, he's done it on both sides, and now he can choose where he wants to go. He has that freedom. Well, they every player has that freedom, but now he can go into this decision where it's not like, oh, my legacy would be tarnished if I go to the Lakers. Nah, it's not that's really. one. If he goes there. Now he's about to make history if they do win. Him and LeBron, actually, they'll both win three chips with three different teams. That's There's always history in something. You can find history Correct. in everything. Because Kawhi is like third player to win. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really like the comparison. Like, KD, yes, I, I, I dislike that moves to a this whole day. lot. To this day. Yeah, but 
as a player, he's mm-hmm. he's one of the greatest of all time. Oh, I agree. Especially he scores. Like he I might agree. be the best scorer of all time when it's said that. Um, but as far as like a competitive standpoint, like mm-hmm. you know, I I get the business side and the legacy side. You want to win, so he, he won. So now he will be in that. You're not talks. happy though, but that's what he wanted to do. That's what I'm saying. Like it made it the culture so ring dominant. Oh, you gotta win a ring, like. Not necessarily because Charles Barkley probably one of the best power forwards and he never won a championship, you know? So it's like either you going to... Carl Malone. You know, Carl Malone, you're going to compromise who you are to win a championship or you're just going to be on a journey that's set for you. Everybody in the NBA cannot win a championship. I'm sorry. Y'all, everybody can't. Everybody's not going to win, but that that doesn't have anything to do with If you're a great player, you're a great player. With or without Westbrook, a ring. If he never wins a ring, they're going to know for three seasons, he average triple-double. Yeah, just know you won't you won't be like in the talks of greatest of all time in that talk, which is only a couple people that even Correct. get mentioned in that, but You'll that's the only thing. About. Yeah, if you're great, you're great. A- AI, Carl Malone, Correct. John Stockton. Yep. Charles Barkley, like you Gary said. Payton, like, all of them. Even though Gary Payton, he won a ring later in his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was, you know, on the you're chase. Tracy McGrady. Correct. Like, Tracy McGrady is still people's favorite player. And when you mention Tracy McGrady, <laughs> and his opinion is valued when he's on all these talk shows. You listen to him and you value his opinion because he was in the grit of the NBA. And if injuries didn't affect him, who knew, who knows what kind of career Tracy could have had? You know, so, you know. Yeah, so... Going back to the KD situation and the injury, I I don't know if you saw it. I forgot to mention it to you because I watched so much, so many interviews on the Breakfast Club. But Iguodala was on. I was just about to. And um, (laughs) so he talked about a bunch of things on there. Is he on like a promo? He's he just (laughs) because though he he got to go back. He got a book. He got a book that just came out. Um, it's called Six Man actually, and uh, shout out to Lou Will. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he's on a promo run for uh, his book. And he oh, he's on a promo him. run for the book. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was just so that's why he's on a run throwing everybody under the bus. Basically, yeah, it goes hand in hand. So, to, a long story short, in the interview, in one segment, he was talking about like Charlemagne asked about like how do you feel about the doctors and the trainers clearing. KD to play and he, mm-hmm. he went up to go along and say uh, yeah back I think it was two um, ch- championships ago yeah so 2016 um, and they 17 they said he had like a a bone, bone bruise <laughs> and it ended up being basically a broken leg yeah his leg was fractured yeah so I'm like, not a doctor um, Reg <laughs> is not a doctor but um I don't know how you can go from a bone bruise to a fracture and miss it. Like, where do you miss that part at? And that's not good. That's not good. And Iguodala's Iguodala. He's changed his game. He changed his career. At one point, he was a starter, blah, 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 and turned himself into one of the best role players in NBA history. So if they would do that to him, what do you think they would do to a top-notch player like KD? You know? He, like like Iguodala said in an interview, like, or when he was on, he was doing his promo ride. I think it was on Undisputed or First Take, one mm-hmm. of them. He was like, yeah, every day. We're just like, how you doing, bro? Like, you good when you coming back? Like, they getting, is your teammates telling you and all this? It was, it just was a lot of pressure. Like, I just feel like this could have been all avoided. They would have just shut KD down in the beginning of the Rocket Series. Just shut him down for the whole playoffs. 
it was no point. You know yeah, what I'm it was no point in coming back. And like, what are you going to get out of that? You you know he's not 100%. He knows he's not 100%. His but, team knows he's not 100%. But the competitor in him, him hearing like, because you know KD on social media because mm-hmm. he got burner accounts. I don't know if he still got them. But, mm-hmm. And he sees what people say. And sure reports does. were out like teammates are questioning whether he's really hurt or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, all this... All this stupid stuff that was going out, but as you can see, he really was still hurt. Yeah, he was scoring that game. He came back, but you could tell he wasn't moving the same way. Correct. He wasn't able to drive, and when he did, when when he tried to drive, that's when the injury happened. Correct. So Dollar basically reinforced what many of us have been saying that the trainers, uh, maybe not the coaches, but the trainers and the doctors, they try to force the issue with players on rushing them back, whether they're if they're not 100%, they think if they're 50%, 60%, they still can play, which is, that's just bad for the health, and it's also bad for, it's a bad look. Yeah, it's a bad look overall, and then also you have to factor in, if if KD's doctors that he hired outside had the same diagnosis that the Warriors had, Mm -hmm. something ain't right. Something ain't right. Something ain't right. I went outside, and the doctor said the same thing. And then it comes out that it's not it. Something ain't right, you know? Something ain't right. So you got to be able to trust your... Like me and Red said, every episode, you got to be able to trust people in your circle. And the people in KD's circle were correct. Shut mm-hmm. it down from the Rocket Series. Shut it down. KD didn't have anything to prove. Injuries happen. KD didn't go out there and say, oh, let me get injured today. It happens. It's a part of the game. You got to save yourself and your career. You look out for your family. The money is not always going to be there. So you just want to put yourself in position to take care of your family when the basketball stops bouncing. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a tough situation overall. It's not a good look for the Warriors and it's not a look, good look for the, in any NBA organization because now these players are, now you have to really base it on, okay, can I really trust this doctor? I, I, probably not. And that's no knock against no team doctor, but at the end of the day, you're getting paid by that team, meaning your loyalty lies with that team. You get what I'm saying? So, all these players, you have to have your own outside doctor that's going to have your best interest at heart. That you're paying for, meaning he's going to have 100% your best interest. Not half. Because I'm not saying NBA trainers out there don't have the interest of the players. I'm not saying that. And I hope it's not taken out of context. That's not what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, when you look at their paycheck, it's written out from the team. It's not written out from the player, meaning where does their loyalty really lie? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they may look out for the player, but at the end of the day, they're getting pressure too. Like, what's going on with KD? You know, it's just it's a domino effect of pressure. The organization got pressure on them from whoever boss they got. And you put the pressure on the trainer. Now the trainers put the pressure on the player. Now the player put the pressure on himself. And then it's just all the dominoes just fall. It was just unfortunate. Very unfortunate season. Very unfortunate for KD. Very unfortunate for what happened with Clay. Um... I know it was a point where you get a reputation for when you play through injuries, you're so tough. But now you look at it and it's like, oh, maybe you're not as tough as you think. You maybe want to be smarter. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You got to think of the, lonely, the liability of your family and your career. It's not necessarily going to say you're weak for sitting out. You know, I know Kawhi's a bad rep. We'll never know the full story of that. But what we will know the full story of is he trusted his own doctors and you see what that led him to. If it was something malicious, I don't know if he would have got blessed the opportunity to go to the, the uh, Raptors, win a championship. He was still hobby. He was still wobbly. He wasn't 100% still. 
So for them to still, for them to question him, and he trusted his doctors, he trusted his team, he trusted his family, and, and look where the results lie with him. So it's going to be a very interesting season because the Warriors, that's not all the trouble they had. You're going to give, they're going to give Clay the max. Okay, what about Draymond? So they have, they have some trouble lying there in a lot of different things. So it's going to be very interesting NBA season next year. Real quick before we switch switch it up, um, you know, I'm not a Lakers fan, but I'm a LeBron fan. Yes. And I think the best fit, they're starting to talk about it now, but I don't think it will happen, is Klay Thompson going to the Lakers. Oh, that would be a phenomenal Ooh. fit. But Klay's going to, the Warriors going to give him the max. Oh, yeah, he, he's know? staying with the Warriors. Now, if the Warriors weren't able to give him the max, Klay would bounce. But the Warriors, so? Yes, I, yes, I do. Because I feel like Clay, like at this point, y'all know my work. Y'all see my work. Like, if Clay didn't get hurt in that game six, we don't know what was going on. He had 30 and 31 minutes. He was beyond cooking. Like, see, he had the seasoning, the sauce, all that. You know, so they're going to give him the max. So it's not going to happen. But it would be amazing, stupendous, all the words you could think of. <laughs> it would be awesome. It would be awesome to see LeBron with a true shooter. LeBron has had a shooter since what? Ray Allen. Ray and that Allen. was in his later years. Yeah, and then he had Mike Miller. But these, these guys yeah. were in their later years of shooting. You got a shooter in his prime that's going to mm-hmm. be in the, in the record books of the one of the best shooters of all time. So it would be awesome to see. It won't happen. The Warriors are going to, whenever the trade, whatever the thing going to, whatever time is going to be, they're going to be at Clay House with the paperwork. They're not mm-hmm. playing with Clay. They see his worth. They see his value. Um, it's just going to be very interesting with Draymond because Draymond said it before. He's not taking a pay cut. Um, and in and, and Draymond's mind, he thinks he's a superstar, so he thinks he should be paid, and I don't disagree with him. So it's going to be very interesting if the Warriors can keep some of that core together. Um, it's going to be very interesting because if it's just Draymond and, and, and Steph next year, I want to see Steve Kerr coach that team. Not knocking them, guys. I'm not, but... It's a nice blueprint laid for him um, prior to that. Goudala talked about Mark Jackson as well. So, is it? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. He said he blackballed. Yeah. E, probably. I think if Iguodala if, if is saying that, I, I, I kind of. And it's blackballed in a sense because it's a lot of coaches that Mark Jackson is like far least better than getting jobs. Like, multiple jobs. Like, they just got fired and they getting jobs. And mm-hmm. you can't get a call, you know. But like like Mark said, like, a lot of people say, like, your journey is your journey. If it's meant for him to be an NBA coach, the right job will come for him and the right job will fit with his morals and his values um, pertaining to a lot of different situations. So, we'll see. I definitely would love to see Mark Jackson uh, get another coaching job. I love to see uh, black coaches and um, African-American coaches get get coaching positions that I like them to get a chance you know they, mm-hmm. they get fired quick they don't really get long-term chances a lot like a lot of uh, other coaches so it would be very good look to see we'll see so that's our NBA talk trainers doctors out there make sure you're you're these these professional athletes are healthy before you send them back on a field or the court mm-hmm. because they have to live with that in their lives not just on in their profession like they have to walk around every day with a limp or whatever the problem may be. They have to live right. with that. Right. You don't have to live with that. You may have to live with the decision that you made for them to play, but you probably don't even really care. Some may some may care, but some you're just 
putting him out there because basically that's your product. Your that's part of the Correct. brand. Or you pressure. Don't let yeah. pressure get to you. Yeah, so. We're not knocking no NBA trainers. I have a lot no. of respect for NBA trainers. Um, you know, there's a lot of good NBA trainers and organizations and stuff like that. We're just saying that just they should be held accountable just like the players should be held accountable. This is not just blaming NBA trainers. These are grown men as well, and you know your body too. So KD has some some responsibility in that. If he didn't feel like he was good enough to play, he shouldn't play. And at some point, he did feel like he was good enough to play, so he played. The blame game could be pointed in so many different directions. We could go back and forth. We could speculate. But at the end of the day, we just wish KD the successful recovery, and we hope that he could come back and be the superstar that he was. So a fourth woman has been hired in the NBA. Carol Lawson. Carol Lawson, uh, she played college at Tennessee, you know, played in the WNBA, stupendous point guard. Um, I can't even, I, I'm smiling right now, y'all can't even see, I can't even fathom, because it was like two, three years ago, I could, you couldn't tell me there would be this many women in the NBA, and it's not like they're just hiring them just to hire them. They're hiring some of the best women basketball players that played in WNBA, best women basketball players that played in NCAA. Uh, best basketball players or players or coaches. These are like really, really, really smart, educated women that they're hiring. And it's not pity hirings. They're really hiring really good people that deserve these jobs. Carol Lawson has been an analyst for years. She played at Tennessee under Pat Summit. She played in the WNBA. Um, and she's really, really, really uh, a super good analyst. So I'm really, really happy. I'm really proud. It really goes to show you that um, the barrier is being breaking, bro- broken now. They're just they're hiring the best candidate, and it doesn't matter the sex. And that's all I think any woman or any woman in a position to uh, wants the position is all we wanted. We just wanted you not to look at sex. Just look at my resume, that other person's resume. Whose resume better? Who has the most experience? Who fits the job more? And and once it was like that, now you see all these women getting hired because they're qualified. It's not that they're just women. And that's all I feel like any any woman um, that wants to get in any type of position, whether it's sports, whether it's business, whether it's finance, all we want was a fair playing field. Just look at my resume and look at what I bring to the table. Don't look at the sex. Oh, she's a woman. Oh, let's hire her because of that. No. If I don't fit the job and I don't meet the requirements, don't hire me. Hire who you think meet the requirements. But if our resumes both match up, all right, now you have to do what you think is best for your company. But when it's not based on sex and it's just based on the qualifications and they meet the requirements. That's why you're seeing a lot of these women get hired because they meet the they meet the qualifications. They're qualified, and I and I can't and I'm just amazed every time I see it. I just smile. I repost it because I'm so happy that it's not just a dream of mine. It can it can really happen if you put the work in and then you really uh put yourself in position. So I couldn't be more happy for Carol Lawson. I've been a Carol Lawson fan for a while. Like I said, she went to Tennessee. Um, she played in the WA for over 10 years, so she definitely knows the game of basketball in and out, her overseas days, all that. So, shout out to Carol Lawson. Yeah, and shout out to the Boston Celtics for hiring her as an assistant coach. And just to go along with that, I think big credit goes to Adam Silver as well, the uh, commissioner of the NBA, because I think he's done a great job of pushing that forward just yes he's 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 one of the best yeah and he he's for the players he's for woman equality he's for just Mm -hmm. anything that benefits the player or the coach or anybody that's qualified for any of the positions that's correct he wants 
he's been pushing for uh, more women referees, and that's happening in the summer league. They're, that's their, like, G League of refereeing. So they practice in the uh, summer league. If yep. they they do well enough, then mm-hmm. you'll see more and more in the NBA. Yep. So I, I love what Adam Silver is doing with that, just being upfront, straightforward. You have to get the job done. Just because you're a woman is not going to be handed to Correct. you because you need more women in it. Correct. If you're great at what you do, you're, you'll be rewarded. Correct. As, as long as Adam Silver is the commissioner, I feel like, because he's done a great job. With yes, he's, a, he's done a great job so far. And um, also with um, having more women in the, in the NBA and, and his help with the WNBA. And he's awesome. He's a, he's one of the best um, that they had. Um, he's just really uh, forward. He's really current. He's really woke about the struggles that women face, um, with the glass ceiling, you know, at some point when it wasn't going to break. And I feel like lately, um, with all these hirings of, of really good and strong women is, is breaking. And it's not just because they're women. You can pull up all these women's files and you could pull up all their accolades and all, all, their, all of it. And they're, and they're qualified and it's just not, they're just getting hired because of their women, because they're women. And that's all we wanted. And it's just amazing. And the goal don't stop, you know. And and we'll see a woman head coach in the NBA before my lifetime. I really honestly feel that. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think it's going to happen soon. And I'm going to just give my prediction on I think Becky Hammond will be the first woman coach in the NBA. That's just like my Becky. prediction. I like Becky. Um, But recently, well, yesterday, or if, let's on June 27th, if you're mm-hmm. listening on a later date, you <laughs> had the privilege to talk to some kids at Lakeisha Sutton's fan favorite camp. I How did. did. That I did. So, uh, yes, yesterday, June 27th, I did. I went to Keisha's basketball camp, uh, supported her. Um, anytime I can support her, I love to support her. Um, she's been doing a lot of things in the community for years, and um, it's just amazing. So I was able to talk to the kids about how important education is. That was really one of my main uh, factors. Um uh, one of my main struggles I had as a student athlete uh, with my grades, I went to college for six years, only got to play two years of collegiate basketball because of some eligibility issues. So my main focus was telling them about education, also was talking to them about um, be mindful of the things you watch and stuff like that. Make sure it's motivating, make sure it's, it's pushing you in the right direction. Also talked about eating habits, you know, um, as you get older. Um, you just have to be mindful of what you put in your body, what fuels you, um, making sure nothing that you're eating makes you sluggish. Also, holding yourself accountable. Don't cheat drills. In the summertime, it's all about working out. It's all about eating right. It's all about making yourself better. So it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm not a per- I'm not a speaker type of person. And she asked me, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not really the type of person that stand up there and speak. But it was awesome. Because at some at one point in my life, I was one of those little kids sitting there, you know, and, and if I had somebody that was talking to me and just being straightforward and honest, you know, I probably wouldn't have made some of the decisions I made pertaining to education. So my main objective is just talking to them about how important education is, because you can't really get anywhere without an education. And it's getting it's getting more advanced as the years go by. When me and Reg was younger, oh, all you need is a degree. Now that we're older, like today I turned 29, now you, they want you a master's degree or they want you to have a doctorate or there's a lot of more requirements of uh, educational uh, things now. So that's really my main thing. It was awesome. It was an awesome camp. It ended today. Um, Keisha, you are doing something so amazing. Um, she wasn't just incorporating basketball. She was incorporating life skills, how to be respectful to people. She was talking about bullying, healthy eating. Um, it was just an amazing, amazing atmosphere. I took my little sister with me. I'm trying to 
give her a little nudge to play basketball. But, you know, um, I'll let y'all know how that goes. But shout out to Fan Favorite um, for bringing me out. Um, I just wanted to represent the Playmaker Podcast, and it was awesome. Um, the kids were amazing. They're so sweet. Um, I got to see people that I played with, children. That blew my mind. Um, a girl I played with, I was playing with her daughter. I could, I, my mind was just blown. Like I couldn't believe it. Another girl I played with, I was talking to her son. I was like, wow. It seemed like life really comes full circle with basketball. And I've been going through a lot lately, but being in the gym playing basketball still to this day takes everything away. I feel like I left the gym like, oh, I'm good. I ain't going through, I'm good. I'm fine. So, um, I'm looking forward to coming out of retirement pretty soon playing basketball. I was playing, I was a little sore yesterday. I'm like, oh Man, I got to get my stretching in. But shout out to Fan Favorite. It was amazing. Um, I hope that you guys, when she does that camp again, even if your kid is not a basketball person, it was just a life lesson. Like, she really talked to the kids, and it was just a small group, so you were able to have individual time with her. And it was just an amazing setup. So shout out to Keisha for asking me to come out and talk about the podcast and just um, just bring some inspiration to the kids because, all the mistakes that I've made, I know that if I could just touch one person to just be like, all right, she told me to focus on my books and, and then you look up and you get all the stuff that you want because you're able to stay focused and stay on the right path. So it was awesome. So I hear you coming out of retirement. Yes, I am. For her league as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I will be playing in uh, your son's league and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I, I played against, uh, shout out to my boy Winston. I'm, I'm, he was there when you went? No, yeah, uh, he was at the camp. Yeah, that's yeah. my board. So, uh, Winston beat me twice, so I had to, I told him, I, I said on the podcast, uh, <laughs> yeah, we played the seven, he beat me. Uh, we played the five, he beat me. The second one, it was a walk-off three, and he was talking trash. So, shout out to Winston, my boy. <laughs> um, I said I, I'll shout you out. I'll let him know, yeah, you beat me. But uh, I'm washed right now, but he won't beat me again. But shout out to Winston. Uh, shout out to Lakeisha Sutton, uh, fan favorite. Keep doing what you're doing, sis. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate you for bringing me out. I appreciate you uh, supporting the podcast and throwing us our name on there and just supporting us from day one. And um, I'll continue to support you forever. You already know that. So, guys, just go on fan favorite. Go follow her. Go see what she's up to because she's always up to something. The camp ended today, but it's going to be definitely something else she's going to be uh, promoting and talking about. So just support her from day one. She got a book, she got her shirt, she got her merchandise. So please go and support her. Um, Keisha, shout out to you. Appreciate you for uh, bringing me out. Appreciate you for letting, um, kids let me talk to the kids. And I was just so thankful. So that was awesome. Thank you again, Keisha. Speaking of leagues, week two of the alumni league is in the books. Uh, that jump shot looking nice, by the way. The highlights, they keep getting me. I love it. But um, TCA is poor, no. Like, you know, t- I'm not to brag. You know, I graduated from TCA. It's no surprise we're number one. We've been, it's like we've been number one forever. Like, you know, it's nothing. But TCA know. number one, we four, no. Hamilton West in second place, they're three and one. Okay. Um, then you have Princeton, Heightstown, and Ewing, who hasn't won a game yet. They need me? I think so. Or Winston, one or the other. <laughs> Shout out my boy Winston. But um, week two, it, it's it's been going well. Um, you get you you, you my shot like, coming back. You uh-huh, know, I'm starting to shape. Nah, not nah, yet. Not yet. Okay. I don't play enough because I set myself out before I can get tired. <gasps> that's, that's that's being smart. So I said, yeah, I need I need a sub. 
before I get tired, and then I go right back in. But um, okay, the shot coming back. It's coming yeah, back. yeah. I seen it on the highlights. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and I got some. I got some. I'm putting together a highlight tape from week one. Um, so that'll be coming out real soon on shout out to on, Franch, on the YouTube page. Correct. Get our subscribers up. Please go on the YouTube page. But front shout out to Franch, you're a cheat code. That's number one. I just want to put that out there. Uh, leader, you're a cheat code. That's number two. And um. That's about it. I wasn't able to make the game last week, but I will probably be at the next one. Um, last time I was there, I had a ball. I had so much fun. It was so much fun seeing people you don't see very often. It's so fun to see people that you watched in high school play. Whether they watched or not, it's just fun. And it's a nice workout. You know, you ain't got to come out there and be a superstar, but that's not what I'm When I come out of retirement, I'm trying to be a superstar. Okay? <laughs> I'm trying to average a double-double. So don't compare yourself to me, okay? I'm trying to be a double-double machine, kind of Draymond Greenish. You know, I'm playing on Keisha team, so it's going to be very fun. Yeah, so shout-out to the Alumni League. Week 2 is in the books. Next week, uh, the week of July 2nd, the games will be July 2nd and 3rd because of the holiday. Um, and speaking of next week, Keita, you can record if you want. I won't be around. Oh, yeah. Reg is going on vacation, guys. Yeah, so... If you want, you can do it. Yeah, I may we'll do a solo about. episode. Yeah, I may do a solo episode. I'll let you guys know. But um, um yeah, I'll be yeah. somewhere on a beach in the yeah. sand with my yes. feet out. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I'll be back for that next uh yeah, so in two weeks I'll be back. Correct. I'll let you guys know on my social media if I do a solo episode. Um, you know, me yeah. and Reg we teammates, you know, so I don't know. But I'll definitely let you guys know it before this week is out if I do a solo episode. Um, yeah, but, but shout out to the alumni league. Um, week two, it's been great. Been a great turnout. Yes, over two hundred people almost every every game. That's awesome. Um, so just keep coming out, supporting. If you're local, if you're not, if you're in, even if you're in the Philly area, come out, come yeah, on through. Come Maybe through. next next year of the, of the alumni league, you can put your high school team in it. Correct. Because it's just it's only gonna get bigger and better. So shout Correct. out to the alumni league, um, and shout out to France and Leader for putting. Yeah, that we're gonna have them on together. pretty soon yeah. too, guys. Um, so um, yeah, we're during the summer. I think we're gonna try to do more interviews, um, just to get other people's insights and. Opinions on different things. So, yeah. so just yeah. look, up, look you out. You might get some some fan feedback as well. If I go to the game next time, because uh, Virgil be out of town, I may get some uh, fan feedback. Um, see how people like the league and stuff like that. So we get throw it on the YouTube page. Get our subscribers up. But the alumni league is is lit. Is lit. It's definitely something positive for the community and something that was needed. So I'm really appreciative of Leader and Frost for doing that. And I just hope it continues to build and continue to be successful. And they'll always get the Playmaker Podcast support, always. Did you see it? Did you watch the BET Awards? Briefly. Did you see Tyler Perry's little speech? I did. That's a, that's probably the main part I watched. And I watched Lizzo, uh, Lizzo perform. perform. I like her. Yeah, I, I like uh, Tyler Perry's speech because it was just inspiring, for real, for real. And I posted it on the Playmaker Instagram. He's a, he's He in himself is, is inspiring. If you guys know Tyler Perry's story, he was homeless at one point and it's just, his story is amazing, and and it just shows you that if you if you keep God first and you continue to stay positive, you'll get everything that you're supposed to get. You know, you may not get it in the time that you want to get it, but you'll get it. Like Tyler Perry said, he put his studio in one of the poorest neighborhoods in Atlanta to inspire the youth. 
that's rare. You rarely see somebody do that, you know? And he was like, don't ask for a seat at the table. Make your own table. Like, mm. Yes. Like, yes. Black people, we can, we can do this. Like, we can make our own lane and we can be successful, but we have to support each other and we have to hold each other accountable, you know? And we have to stop doing nonsense, you know? Because if you if we stop all the nonsense and we take it serious, we can have our own black wall shoot again, you know? They destroyed that, you know? But if we if we take it serious, we can get that back, you know? We can get that back. So Tyler Perry, he's always inspiring. The speech was inspiring. Um it just was a good look and I and I loved it. I loved how he how really was, how honest he was. He was transparent. Why not? Why why can't we boss up and do it? Like I'm telling you, like we can do anything we want as as a black community. We just have to do it and and cheer each other on and stop thinking it's everybody's in competition because once you we team up together, we'll be unstoppable. Right, and I just love the way like that he put himself in a position to win. Correct. Where he's one of the the best filmmakers and he has his own studio. Like. Correct. But he also stayed true to himself and his roots by creating positions and jobs and opportunities for people of color. Correct. Because he didn't, you he doesn't have to do that. Like yeah. he can go get the, uh, you know, other yeah. races. Yeah, the biggest artist or whoever. Yeah. That's not in the. But he, he for the most part, he tries to stay within the black culture and black people, and just tries to create opportunities yeah. for us because that's what that's what's needed for. To see us, because all we want to do is see black people of color succeed. Like, Correct, and we want to see positive. Um, yeah, because there's so much negative Correct. news and publicity Correct. Correct. about what's going on bad in the world about us and what's going Correct. wrong and who's shooting who. But let's shed some light on the positive of what's Correct. What, what we are doing in the world and Correct. in our community. And let's change the narrative, you know? Yeah. It was, it's just refreshing to see when you watch us on TV. To see us as lawyers, as doctors, as business owners, you know, it's, it's really nice to see instead of throwing drinks on people and all that type of stuff, you know. So, um, shout out to Tyler Perry. He, he's been he's been woke, if you were to say, pertaining to how we should support each other and how we should hold each other accountable and how we should raise each other up instead of trying to break somebody down. You got the money to do a lot of things, but the money don't always make you happy. And if you're not supporting your own, then what are you doing? You know, I'm not saying you can't, like, this was a lot of podcasts ago. Like I said, I'm not saying you can't buy Gucci, Balenciaga, none of that. I'm not saying you can't. But if you have Balenciaga shoes on, let your shirt be black on, maybe, all right? Let your your socks maybe be black on. Let whatever you, let something on you be black on. I'm not saying you can't wear nothing designer, because that's not what I'm saying. If I was in that price, some of the stuff is cool. You know what I'm saying? But try to look for alternatives that's in the black community because we need it and we need to support each other and and i feel like we are on the right path and i feel like at some point we're gonna boss up and we really gonna take over because we right there on the cusp like we right there like we're so close like it's so close to us having anything that we want and everything that we desire because we support each other and we put each other in the right position so Tyler perry he's been doing that for some years now and I see a lot of people following suit, so it's just awesome to see. So before we get to our Playmaker of the Week, because we actually do have one this week, you got anything else you want to talk about? Do I have anything else I want to talk about today? 
Um, anybody that's in fitness or eating healthy, please spam my direct message. I'm on a healthy eating and working out journey, but I get a little uh, confused about what I need to eat. Um, so I've been eating like the same thing. So if you are in the fitness or anything like that, please inbox me. Um, I would love to support you and also tone up for the summer. So that was just my spiel for today. So it's time to announce our Playmaker of the Week. This week we have Stacy Pierre-Louis, who's now been a, a friend of mine, but is a best friend of my girlfriend, Leah's. Um, she started Shout off at John Jay High School in Brooklyn. Then she went on to the Lawrenceville School, a.k.a. Lawrenceville Prep. That's uh -huh. what we know it as. Okay. Then she went to college at St. John's, and that's where she met her husband, who was in law school which is pretty cool. Awesome. Um, they also hung out with uh, J. Cole a couple times. I only mentioned that because he's my favorite artist. But, you Thanks. know, um, she, fast forward, she uh, worked at two other boarding schools and then landed at Christina Sykes Academy. And actually today, June 28th, I think that's the date. Yes. Mm -hmm. June 28th is her actual last day at CSA. Um, yesterday was her birthday, June 27th. Oh, how um, awesome is that? She's headed to Columbia University. Oh. For her, I want to say masters. I may be wrong. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but it's in private education leadership. Um, Columbia in this program it has a seven percent acceptance rate. So that's that's an impressive. Oh, so you say you got to be smart, smart. Smart, smart, smart. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, that is so awesome. That's, that's awesome. We wanted to make uh, you our playmaker of the week because we want to shed light on people who are doing great things and also who are doing things like getting into Columbia because that's a, a com accomplishment in that's itself. That's a big accomplishment. That's a big accomplishment. And for you to stick with education and still uh, help children and, and just be a leader and want to further your education to become better to support kids, I can't even, I just have to give you 100% of a, a thank you for that because uh, for leadership and education and, and guiding the youth, we don't have a lot of people that, that do it. You know, we don't have a lot of people that do it and love it. So for you to do it and want to further your education to get better and do it is a, is a big shout out. So you definitely are, are qualified, overqualified to be the Playmaker of the Weekend. Um, I'm just privileged to to just read off some of your accomplishments, and I know it's probably more, but um, I just want to say thank you for your your leadership and your and your and your doing everything you do at the at the school that you currently was at. And we just wish you the, from the Playmaker Podcast. We just wish you the best at Columbia and and moving forward into all your endeavors. Um, and just want to give a big shout out to Stacy. Yeah, Stacy. Before I we get into our get right segment um fun fact i was told in eighth grade she made the eighth grade boys basketball team oh she was bold because they didn't have a girl stacy you something else you ball and you book smart oh you different okay the real student athlete yeah that's different okay but yeah shout out to you stacy you're the playmaker of the week you'll be on our social media pages uh, and eventually, my guy will get you on our uh, website. So once again, shout out to Stacy. You are the playmaker of the week, and you may be lucky like these past couple of playmaker of the weeks. You may be on there for two weeks. Yeah. Who, knows? Who knows? But um, shout congratulations, out to congratulations again. Congratulations again. Yep. Um, we will miss you here at CSA. 
Um, but I know you have bigger and better things going forward. Um, so, Keita, it's time to get right. It is time to get right. You going first? Me? I'm going go first? Ahead. So, I'm going to go off of the the uh, quote I put on the Playmaker podcast. Page. I see you um, It says, it takes much more energy to hate on someone than it does to support them. And I, I'm going to just go off that. I'm um, Just what it says, like, too many people nowadays, they they hate they hating on people. Like, mm-hmm. somebody has a clothing line. Mm-hmm. They refuse to buy it for whatever reason. Yep. You may not have no problem with them. And I'm not just saying this because we sell shirts now and merchandise. It just goes in general. In general, um, yeah. You see somebody and you're just bashing their brand or whatever they have going on or their business for no reason. Just because maybe you want to start a business, but you're seeing, you see them flourishing and you, you're you thinking to yourself, maybe mm-hmm. uh, I, that, that should be me. And Correct. Maybe it could be you if you tried or you put the work in, you put the effort in because nothing comes easy if it's successful. It's just simple as that. If you want to be successful, you have to put the work in. You have to grind. You have to have some sleepless nights. You have to go broke sometimes here and there. Um, Budget is a lot of things that come. The people that you see successful, it wasn't easy. Like like we say, fan favorite. She she's been starting that. She started that brand a while back, and now it's it's global. Correct. It's all over the world. So. Just because it looks good now doesn't mean it was it was all peaches and cream Correct. before. So stop, just stop hating on people and just show show some more love because we need love. And the times we are now, where there's a bunch of violence and uh, still racism going on, we just gotta show love to everybody who showed love to us. Because right. um, there's a lot of hate going on, and we just need to stop it. And it has to start somewhere. So why not start it with us? Round of Kill applause. Um, Happy birthday, kid. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. So, um, just to pick it back off because it's my birthday, um, I just want to give a big shout out. This is probably just going to be a shout out um, to my family, my friends. I've been going through a lot lately, and I just want to give a big, big shout out to all my girlfriends, my girlfriends from work, my friends that I've been having since high school, Ja, my friend Lorena, Tamara, Myra, Sheena, Casia. Uh, all y'all, all my friends, all my girls, uh, you guys have been spectacular. You guys have been amazing. Um, and they say when you go through something, they really shows who you really, who your friends really are. And, um, you guys have been amazing to me. Your support has been everything. And I don't think I could have been able to get through or continue to get through what I'm going through without your guys support. Shout out to my mother as well. My father as well. Um, just a lot of close friends, um, have been there for me lately. And it's just been amazing to see that, um, I'll always be the strong one and people can come to me and talk to me, but you know, sometimes when you're going through something, you don't always feel like you have people to talk to, but you do, you just have to talk, you know, I'm a, I'm a real close off type of person. I'm really outgoing, but if I'm going through something, I really try to keep it private, keep it to myself, but that's not always the healthiest thing, you know? So, um, I get right today. If you're going through something or you're not feeling like yourself, just go ahead and talk to your friends, talk to your family. Um, and go out and have some fun. Don't be consumed in your room or in your house or something like that. Cause that's when the thoughts just start racing and you have bad thoughts and stuff. So go outside, go for a walk. I've been taking a lot of walks lately. Um, trying to turn them into runs. That's to be continued. Um, but I've been taking a lot of walks, listening to music, dancing, just like just being free and just, and just living life, um, day by day. So today I turned 29. Um, I have a goal to do 29 different things. Not today, because I'm going to take a nap when I get home. But 
Um, probably for the end of this month, going into July, just 29 different things. Even if it's soaking in the bath after I get off work, turning my phone off, going outside for a walk, working out for 30 minutes, meditating, anything. I'm just going to try to make my routine a little bit different. Um, I've been eating a lot healthier. So I just been making a, a big change in my life and it, and it's, and it has been a big difference. You know, I haven't been watching TV for the last like two weeks. Um, I've been watching a lot of interviews and documentaries and just trying to get focused and really understand what my purpose is. Talking to the kids and, and really telling them my story was amazing to know that I went through that for a reason. And it wasn't, it wasn't a punishment that I went through what I went through. It was, it was a reason that I had to go through that. So, um, my get right is to embrace who you are, love who you are. And never sacrifice who you are to be with anybody, to have friends, to be friends with anybody, to have a professional relationship with anybody. If someone can't accept you for who you are today, they don't deserve to accept you for who you're going to become in the future. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our Get Right segment. I think we had two great ones today. Yes, I agree. Um, I hope you guys got something out of it. And before we go, shout out to our... New listeners who are, this is your first time listening to the Please Playmaker go back and Podcast. Go um, this is episode 14, but we got about seven together now. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, but it's 14 total. But go back and check out our previous episodes. Um, let us know how you feel. Uh, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. And uh, to our loyal listeners, our family that we call all of you, um, just thank you for continuing to tune in and showing love and. Just showing support because one person supporting us is better than no support. And Correct. we appreciate that. Um, so follow us on all our social media accounts, the Playmaker Podcast yep. on Instagram. My yep. personal account is Reg underscore the Playmaker. And I'm Keita underscore the Playmaker. That's my new page. And also my uh, personal page is Queen Keita 14. Um, guys, do me a favor. If you have an iPhone or anything, go listen to our episodes and comment. Leave us a rating, guys. It really, really, really helps us to get to a point where we'll have sponsorship and stuff like that. And and once we get that and once we get to that level, you'll see the content. You'll see we'll, we'll be able to do more things. Currently, right now, we're able to do once a week. But if we had sponsorship and stuff like that, we're getting revenue, then we maybe could do two times a week. So your support is everything for us to move forward and, and get on the upper echelons of different podcasts. Because I know you guys listen to a lot of podcasts and we're not trying to compare. We're not trying to toot our own horns. But we really talk about good topics. We really have good discussions. We really have good content. And we really have different content because we're young and we're in it. You know what I'm saying? So just continue to support us, guys. Comment. Leave a comment if you listen to it. Give us, Leave us feedback. Uh, negative, positive. It doesn't matter. We would love to f- see what you guys really think of the podcast and what, and what topics you would like us to talk to going forward. Like me and Rick said, um basketball is ending you know free agency will come to an end at some point so me and rich would love to touch on topics that you guys would want to hear our opinions about um touch on topics that may be sensitive but we'll do our best to talk about them if we feel like it's the perfect content for our for our channel for our podcast yeah now that now that it's summertime i think um maybe if all things work out maybe we'll do interviews as well on like Thursday and Friday because I know you have off and mm-hmm. we'll see what our schedule looks like but Correct. maybe Thursdays we'll do interviews and Friday we just do our regular uh, podcast topics Correct. and whatnot. Correct. And we'll see how you guys like it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try to uh, switch it up. Um, we'll switch it up 
um we'll see how we'll see what you guys like you know but continue to support us like i said guys we need your support we need the comments we need the ratings because it really really makes a difference for us to get where we need where we want to get to a point where we have revenue and we're getting revenue and we need your support to get to that point because once we get to that point then we can start doing a lot of things that me and Reg have aspirations to do in the community but we can't do it without funding so if you guys can continue to support us if you are on if you do have an apple phone if you on an apple podcast it's so simple to go at the bottom rate it and leave a comment because the more comments and the more ratings we get the more that people could see that our podcast is growing and they'll want to reach out to us and have us do some type of sponsorship or anything like that. And that's the revenue that we need to do what we want to do in the community. So me and Reg would continue to appreciate all your support. And we thank you guys for listening every week. Yep. And before we let you guys go, um, don't forget to visit our website, www.theplaymakerpodcast.com. Correct. Go on there, check us out, our bios, uh, our previous episodes, our Correct. YouTube videos. Yep. Um, and also the Playmaker of the Week. You can scroll all the way down at, on every page, type in your name, who yeah. you want to be the Playmaker. Mm-hmm. Shoot, it can even be you. Um, just put it in, give us your reason, We'll give us your social media accounts, and we'll check you out, check sure. out what you have going on. Yep. Um, but just we just need you to go visit our website or DM, DM us. Yeah, Whatever I have a lot easy. of people that tell me they got businesses and all that. I can't, my DMs, they're not fluttered or nothing, but I don't really check them like that, you know, because I don't really, ch- I try not to be on my phone that much. So, um, if you do have that, just, you can DM me or you could just write it on my page or whatever, my Instagram, anything. We just want to support anybody that's doing anything positive in their community, whether it's in the Trenton area, Philly area, anywhere. We trying to be international. So any, anywhere you at, we want to support you, especially if you're doing something positive in the community. Yeah. So guys, we want to thank you again for tuning in to episode 14 it's been real i'm reggie coleman i'm nikita Moreau thomas peace peace yeah. i'm a creative so let me create nothing's promise so i'm awake thinking all-